listening to Squat Club on the Air. Hey guys, welcome to Squat Club on the Air. I'm Luke and today I'm with Jaden. Um, no, I'm not the host, but I just thought I'd do the introduction today. <laughs> we're not sure what episode we're up to, but hopefully you've been listening. To, yeah, yeah, you've been listening to all the ones and you know what number we're up to. Um, but yeah, so it's me and Jaden. We're going to speak about today just lifestyle factors outside of the gym. So, you know, it's important to have sets and reps and to track your calories and those things are important, but at the end of the day, they probably aren't everything. And there is more important things that we do need to be focused on to get the results in the gym, um, but also just to feel better as a human being. So uh, we're going to we're going to dive into that today. So I might start asking you a question, Jaden, if that's yeah, all right. So what are some things outside of the gym you focus on with your clients currently or even with your own training? Um, all right. So I'd say one of the biggest things already, like straight out the bat, would be um, sleep. Yep. So the importance of getting sleep on practically, you know, it influences your whole life. So mental capacity, mood, yep. energy, like just that in like general is plays such a huge role, not only in yeah, the performance in the gym, but um, as life as a whole. So generally like with my clients, I'll, I'll recommend and try and get them into a routine of getting anywhere from like seven to nine yep. hours of uh, sleep per day or per night. Um, I find that's achievable for most. So like I often see like most of my clients come in and um, it's not really a primary focus, but once it is, once it becomes highlighted, it uh, it can be e- easily achieved for most people. Yeah. So, yeah. What's your what's your um you want it? recommendation? For yeah, like I think that? I think that's pro- it's probably good we started with this one because honestly, without without getting good sleep, you know, training is made a lot harder. Yeah. Um, your nutrition is made a lot harder. You know, you're craving all the foods that you shouldn't be eating. Um. And then just life in general is made a lot. No one, everyone understands just having the worst night's sleep and every task in your day is like so much more difficult. So from a lifestyle point of view, sleep is obviously key. But um, like you said, the the duration is definitely important, um, but also the quality of sleep. So um, we do focus on quantity, um, but yeah, the quality as well. So things like, you know, not frequently waking up through the night. So, you know, having... And a time period before bed where you might have no lights on, no phones, maybe do some light reading, stuff like that will relax your body and get you ready for sleep. Um, maybe some people don't eat too close to bed. Other people, other people do. I find out that I'm worse when I eat right before bed. I don't know about you, Jaden. I'm actually totally fine. Yeah, <laughs> you're prefer, fine. I prefer sleeping on a full stomach. I like yeah. it. But it's um, on top of that, like I think caffeine as well. Caffeine yeah, yeah, that's a big one. It sort of leads you down that spiral of like, if you don't get enough sleep the night before, you yep. tend to sort of like drift more and more to having um, more and more caffeine and then yep. it creeps up later in the day and then you find yourself at five o'clock having a, yep. <laughs> a cappuccino trying to get your, uh, <laughs> your work done. And that sort of just plays into yeah a cycle of going down. So that's going to obviously affect what time you can get to sleep, yep. the sleep quality that you have. And then um, you lead you into the next day where you're probably going to do the exact same exactly. thing. And it's just a repeat. It just repeats the cycle. You're not sleeping good. So you have more caffeine and then it's not a great cycle to be on. But yeah, try to limit it. Like my rule of thumb, you know, coffee half-life is at least what? I think it's eight. Yeah, six to eight hours. So, you know, if you have a coffee at 12 o'clock, 
you need to go to bed at eight or nine, like that could be like interfering with your sleep. Mm-hmm. I generally say after 12 o'clock, I don't like to drink coffee, but that's just uh, what I do. I know some people maybe go one or two. I'm a little bit more lenient on that. Yeah, I maybe go 2 p.m. generally. But yeah, it's going to come down to finding what works for you. I know people say, you know, I have a coffee right before bed and I sleep fine. Um, just, be, just because you are asleep doesn't mean you're quality of sleep and like the deep sleep and the REM sleep, probably not something we'll go into detail yeah, no. <laughs> today, but that can also be affected as well. So I'll just say um, for sleep hygiene, if you, it's one lifestyle factor you wanted to improve, probably the caffeine, yeah. um, the lights before bed, that's a big one. Having a good sleep routine. So trying to go to bed and waking up at similar times, that really, really helps. Um, they're probably the, the biggest tips. Can you think of any other ones that you'd give to people? Um, no, not off the top of my head, but um. There is a question I want to ask you. Other than sleep, yep. obviously, that enhances um, mood. Uh, what would be, like, your biggest tip for clients that are sort of need that little bit of a pick-me-up in terms of mood? Like, where would you go? Yeah. Someone? Yeah, so, like you said, like, there, sleep is a big one. Like, I'm in the worst mood when I have a bad night's sleep. So, yeah, sleep is a big one. But in terms of just overall mood, so I think maybe this is a good leeway into – Potentially stress, um, this is a really big lifestyle factor because in everyday life we're constantly, there's micro stresses going on, whether we realize it or not. It could be looking at your phone. It could be just replying to an email that you're really angry at. Um, Training (laughs) is a stress. In the car, in traffic. In the car, in traffic. Like it's an accumulation of so many little stresses and that can definitely affect your mood. So I would be... I'll be looking at things that, you know, do the opposite, okay? So it might be a good time to talk about stress. So stress in general, I think of two things. So you've got your autonomic nervous system and you have one side is your parasympathetic nervous system, okay? All this is is it's like your rest and digest. Sink nice and relaxed, okay? The other side of it is your sympathetic nervous system. This is the fight or flight. This is the more stressful stimuli that we probably experience, Okay. For me, I when I'm trying to improve my mood, I look for things that kind of bring me into that parasympathetic, that rest and digest, that nice, relax, relaxing state, okay? So things that, it could be different for everyone, um, but just one example for myself is, you know, I like going for walks out in nature, okay? That's the, that was the first thing that comes to mind <laughs> when I asked you this question. You I was like, that's exactly what I'd do. Yeah, so like that, that for me is a big one. And when you look at all these little stresses I spoke about, the difference when you're outside is, you know, you've got your vision's not in a, in a screen. You're looking at in a, all the nature in front of you, green lights, you're um, getting fresh air. And that for the body is quite a calming um, environment. Res- environment and response. And yeah, I think that for me is a huge mood booster, but it doesn't have to be just that. I know other people have different strategies, but finding ways to manage stress and bring you more down into that relaxed, relaxed state. It's not to say that we can't experience any stresses. That's not what I'm saying. Um, but you want to have a bit of both, okay? Yeah. What's your thoughts on it? Um, that would be, yeah, obviously. I find in terms of like when things get very stressful is like taking that walk outside, as you said, in yep. nature, like fresh air, open blue skies for the yep. most part, maybe not today, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um, rainy today here in uh, Sydney. Yeah, it's <laughs> rainy, but um, yeah, that. And then like on top of, I think you're right with the micro stress, um, it can build up and like insignificant little tasks that um, yep. may not go as well as you may have perceived them to or wish them to. Yeah. Um, 
at the end of the day or the end of the week or stressful week, it can build up and um, you're not really paying it as much mind as it probably deserves. Yeah. So like even um, at this time of it happening, I tend to sort of just relax and probably be on more that um, uh, parasympathetic side. Yeah. Take that that big breath in through the nose mm-hmm. and out through the mouth. Yeah. And then just sort of recognize it for what it is and um, move on. So I don't quite let it build up. I sort yeah. of just let it let it be in that situation and deal with it there and then rather than um, carry it along with me. So yeah. something like in yeah, sitting in traffic, if someone cuts me off, it's like take that big deep breath in through the nose and out through the mm-hmm. mouth and just take that second to look at it for what it is. Like really in the scheme of things. Yeah. It, in the big picture, it's not that big of a deal. Like yeah. it's not going to impact your day outside of that little little yep. time when he cut you off. Like you don't know what's going on in his life. He could yeah. be running around trying to get to somewhere. He could have a shit day. And like for you to let it affect you, it's quite like it doesn't need to. Yeah. So there's ways to manage that in the short term and don't let it get too too big in the long term. Yeah, exactly right. And I think that probably leads on to a good next point is is you know just being self-aware is probably a really big thing because you know you could say your mood's not great um you know your sleep's really poor but if the first probably step is just being aware of it and say hey you know i'm i'm training hard in the gym or maybe it's actually affecting your training in the gym or it's affecting your nutrition and, and taking a step back and saying like okay why is this happening why is my training effective why is my nutrition so hard why can't i stick to the calories that Jaden set me like having a look at, okay, well, I have had a really stressful week. My sleep's been really bad. Have a look at that and be aware and actually be in tune with with what's happening within your body. I think that's a really, really big key step to addressing these lifestyle factors because a lot of the time we can recognize it, but we just don't even stop to think about it. Like, hey, like maybe I should do this or maybe I'm getting angry over really small things. Um, the, these these things are important to recognize first before you can address them. So Jaden just gave an example of the car. He's recognized that he would normally get angry when that car <laughs> drives fast, but now he's like, you know what? It's probably not worth a stress response. You know, if you think back through evolution, there probably wasn't many stressful things except for when you know a wild animal come up and try to attack you, which probably didn't happen that much. Yep. So you think of all the little stresses that we you know perceive as stressful. That's the probably the big thing. Um, this, that's just still causing a stress response on the body. So yeah, it's important to recognize and it's not to say limit these stressful situations. Um, you can become more resilient to stress over time. Don't, don't just try to do nothing stressful. Otherwise, you know, you just, you will say the same, not but growing, yeah. yeah, you're not going to grow at all. Um, stress is important. Training is a stress. You come in, you lift X amount of weight. You try to increase the weight. You're increasing stress on the body. It can be the same with tasks outside of the gym as well. Yeah. I think, yeah, on that, it's just important to recognize each type of stress for what it is. Yeah. And discard and manage the um, the negative stress rather than just letting it build up. Because yep. you only have a, a limited capacity for stress. Yeah. And like, I think you you taught me the example of the, the cup. The cup like analogy, You only yeah. have a, um, a finite amount of um, resources available to you. And if you're going to let that be used up by pointless stress it's like you're not leaving room for the important stuff like training like your nutrition or anything else that goes on um so managing yeah that yeah the crappy stress yeah and i always i always look to say with the cup analogy so what jane is describing there is like 
just imagine a, a cup and every stress comes into that cup and eventually it overflows, okay? So you could go like, okay, I'm gonna limit stresses. The other option, which is probably gonna lead us to the next point is you can make that cup a bit bigger, okay? So this comes in to like, you know, what, what, do, you, what do you enjoy? What, what makes you happy outside of the gym? What are the activities that you do? Is there any hobbies that you really enjoy doing? These are probably things that you wanna look for outside of the gym as well. You know, there is, there is more time, there's more things to life than training and nutrition. And, you know, as much as, you know, me and Jaden both love training and nutrition, but there's way more to it. At the end of the day, it's important for our health and we'll be the first ones to say that it's important to eat healthy. It's important to, you know, not gain excessive weight. It's important to train both cardiovascularly and strength training. But at the end of the day, if you're doing all that and you still, you know, you're not happy with, other aspects of life, I think it's important to address those as well. Uh, and yeah, like that that could lead on to our next point. Just wanna like, even just your thoughts around it, Jaden, like any things that you find that, I know you're, you're big on cars, for example, that's something that you're really interested in and that, that brings you joy and it brings you happiness. Um, I just wanna like hear your thoughts on it. Like where where you're going when I'm, when I'm talking about this. In terms of managing uh, my time and making time for other things outside of the yeah. gym. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in my own experiences previously, like, um, especially, I think I spoke about this in the first podcast that I've done. Um, I've been through a phase where I didn't tend to make uh, time for things that I enjoyed. Yeah. And like, I can a hundred percent look back on that and say that my, um, my mood in general, yep. it's probably a lot less or a lot uh, worse than it was or is now. Yep. And I attribute that to one, <laughs> taking care of my sleep. Yeah. Um, so that's already, like, as we covered, going to increase mood. But then to making time for things that I enjoy doing. So spending time with um, good friends, doing things that I enjoy, such as uh, working on my car or just being outside, like going to the beach or going or yep. escaping somewhere random yep. and just having a little explore yeah yeah um, all those types of things I find are massively important it's going to increase your um, happiness dramatically yeah what about yourself what do you find yeah you along those lines yeah that's a good answer it's, like, it's quite similar like I think a lot of people you know again that self-awareness comes in that you know what's important to you what's important to your life and what do you value and you just said you know three or four things that are super important and when you're not making time for those things, you you Pay really <laughs> you really start to notice. And um, I think that's probably the first step to people to say, hey, what what do I enjoy outside of the gym? What do I enjoy doing? Um, you know, life isn't just about tracking numbers on a MyFitnessPal app. There's way more to it. And I think that's probably the big takeaway from today. But the things that, you know, that I enjoy doing is similar things. Like I enjoy getting out, going to the beach. Um, the social part is another big thing. Working on your car. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> hate cars and not that I hate cars. I just not really, I didn't really see the point in it. Like, you know, a car will drive past and Jaden will just get excited. I'm just like, cool. That it just revved. You're like, what, just revved. What, what's so cool about that? Um, but again, that's not what I'm interested in. And no one's saying that you have to go and be interested in cars, but you know, I enjoy playing soccer on the weekend. Um, that, I enjoy that social aspect, that competitive, um, that aspect as well. Playing with teammates is really fun. Like things like that, you know, socializing with friends, all those things are super important and they shouldn't be just thrown on the back end because 
you have to you have to track your food or you have to go and complete a session. I always say to my clients, look, I know you're doing four times a week, but I honestly think you're probably better off doing three times a week and going and spending that time doing something else. And I've had to have that conversation with people and all like within that conversation, they're like, oh, I feel so much more relieved. Like I couldn't get four sessions and now you tell me I can do three. Like, and that that's a that's a um that's an important thing to recognize with training and nutrition that there is more there's more to life than just those two things. Yeah. But it depends on obviously your goals and what you're after. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you're looking just to, you know, be healthy and live a happy life, it's very different to someone who's going to be performing um or training yeah. for a sport. Yeah. It's like obviously these things still matter, but to what degree that you can fit them in, there's probably yeah. going to have to be some sacrifice. So obviously we're yeah. talking along the lines of um, general population. So people who are just out there looking to improve their life for the better. So yeah, as you said, there's not a huge need for training five, six, seven times a week. Unless, yeah, the goal, if the goal requires that, then yeah, you're exactly right. You made a really good point, Jaden. The, the, yeah, the thing is even like, you know, even if you are going into like a bodybuilding prep or something, these things probably are still important, but you have to be like, okay, well, maybe I can't just go stuff my face and drink beers with the boys on the weekend because the consequences are a bit more dramatic. Uh, yeah, dramatic. And it's not to say, like, we're not saying either that like the gym and, and nutrition don't matter because these things are so important for your health, but it's just to explore things outside of that as well. Mm -hmm. Of course, if you have a strong goal and you need to be strict with those things, like Jaden said, you made a really good point. Like, yeah, you do have to make a little bit of sacrifice, but hopefully that's not um, a long-term strategy that you have to use. And it's only for X amount of weeks leading up to comp because at the end of the day, you have to experience the, the cool things in life and do the things that you enjoy. That's that's probably the, the big key, but... Training, I think, yeah, training and nutrition should be a part of someone's life and it shouldn't shouldn't run it. Run, yeah, like, be their life. Yep. Yeah, and that's, that's like all we're trying to say here, but... Some people, they might have the opposite and they might need more training and nutrition. Maybe that's part of their life that they need to work on. Um, and maybe they're nailing all these other things. Maybe they're really social and they go out every weekend and you know they do the things they want to do, but they still feel physically a bit flat and you know not happy within themselves because they're maybe a little bit uh, like more overweight than they'd like to be. Um, like these things, it has to be taken in context, but... Yeah, being self-aware is That's exactly what I was going to say. Took the words out of my mouth. Being <laughs> self-aware and almost like a self-audit and say, am yep. I getting where I want to be? What am I doing that's uh, – like what actions and what um, choices am I making? Where are they getting me? And then going from there. Yeah. It's like there's going to be a mix of all of these different things that can fit into your cup. Yeah. It's like what ratio depends on you and your goals. Yeah, definitely. That's – yeah, and like – and. You can listen to this podcast and we're not telling you to do anything. We're just telling you to to think about it and say, hey, what's important? Like you can use this information however you like. It, and then it is your life and you can live it however you want. It's not our job to tell you that you need to start doing these things. But, you know, it can help. It can help. It can improve your quality of life. And that's kind of that's what we want. So, yeah, yeah that's the goal. That's the goal. Um, so, yeah, hopefully you took something away from this and you can start to implement Maybe sleep, maybe some stress strategies, maybe some things to start incorporating some things you enjoy again. I think that would be a huge win if you started to do that. Um, but yeah, overall, I think these things will really help. And thank you, Jaden. That was a thank you. good conversation as always. Me and Jaden always just talk for 
you know, hours sometimes. So I used to have to stop him and say, <laughs> stop talking to me, Jake. I'm, tra- I'm trying to do some work, you know. <laughs> Just joking. All jokes aside, but um, it's always good talking to Jaden. We have some really good conversations and I hope you guys took something away from it and you can go and apply this into your own life. Even if it's something really small, um, these little small changes make a huge impact in the end. So thank you for tuning in. Jaden, do you want to say anything? Uh, no, just yeah, a big thank you for everyone that's listening. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Nice. Hope you enjoyed it.